Yeah, yes, Patrick I was Ford, already right in the car. God damn it. Record. Let me know. I, I thought we were foreplaying a little bit. Well, I, the, the, this, this is this is the, hey, the Johnny, pre-show foreplay that I... Do you want to like, you know, get out of the air point. before Jake has to edit them out? Oh, 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 Are we talking politics today or are we, we talking talking unrest in the Middle East? Where, where we, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> are you sure? Abs- Dude, abs- solve absolutely not. You, are you scared of it? Yes. I mean, yes. Take, take the podcast to the no, next level. We are, no, we're not. We're hit all the hashtags. We, we are not we're, there. We are not doing we that. We are moving on from that subject immediately. <laughs> Come on, let's have a dialect, dialectical debate. Is that a dialectical word? I, intellectual, I think, is right, the word you're materialism. looking for. <laughs> in the little Karl Marx, yeah. Cliff notes. All right, I guess I could, I, I could be ready. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, th- I think I think we are ready. I think I think this uh, podcast uh, episode eighteen of the Playcast is already off to a rocky start. Uh, I am your host, uh, Jake Harris, and I am joined by the one person who I knew would never stab me in the back, Johnny Poplardo. How's it going? Stab it! Stab me in the back! Someone who I would expect to steal all my riches and stab me in the back, but probably won't, Marcus Arroyo. <laughs> and the one person who I absolutely expect to stab me into, in the back and steal all my riches and steal my wife post-stabbing me in the back, Casilla, how are you hanging? I, I probably won't stab you in the back. I'll just... <laughs> I don't know. What's up? I'm doing all right. That's good. about... Something about Casey, your mustache makes me want to. Casey, my, my mustache. Casey have a yeah, mustache. You dumb mustache thing you got going on there. You know, but it, it's more mustache than his handlebar. And what do you call it? goatee? I, I need to. Yeah, I'm trimming it down. Oh, uh, bro, I wish you would do a handlebar so bad. I, I I keep meaning to grow a handlebar mustache, and like I keep forgetting, like as I maintain my current mustache, that like I'm supposed to let this grow. So whenever I shave, I just like instinctively get rid of it. <laughs> yeah yeah my haircut uh shout out to katie um who cut my hair it's a little longer on the top and i'm bald <laughs> are you gonna uh, are you so gonna shave it or you do the cul-de-sac is, so you guys all know uh i i can I, I actually did my dad's hair for quite some many years and uh i might go cul-de-sac wait wait i'm so, i'm sorry did you call it cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac. or did you call it cul-de-sac it's it, it looks like a sack on your head. I think is what, that's what he's going. Well, with. no, I mean, I, I think cul-de-sac makes sense because you know that I, I think that'd be. Is that well, no, no, but it's it's called a cul-de-sac. But since it's cul-de-sac. like a religious haircut, you know, like like I thought, like oh. is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, like you the, have a little yarmulke. It's like the neighborhood is hair around the balls. You have yarmulkes. <laughs> Man, at any point during the pod, I'm going to somehow bring up <laughs> yeah. politics. Jake is gonna have a really hard time. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna keep you on your toes, Jake. Yeah, keep no, you're, yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> fucking not. If if you want to be on this podcast ever again, <laughs> um, uh, hey, you know you gotta you gotta show out for your people sometimes. Not like they're my people, but you know. uh, uh, un, unless you know it's 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 politics and games, and we could talk. But you know, Perhaps. yeah, this is not a politics podcast. Uh, anyway, um. 
so yeah, uh, here we are, episode 18. Uh, we have a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, a lot of games have uh, come on since uh, last week's episode, and kind of excited to get right into it. Uh, I think the first and most logical thing we got to talk about is Resident Evil, because uh, we've all played it, right? Oh, uh, y'all can talk. Y'all can talk. Y'all can do your spoiler thing. I'm gonna play. I just I've been real busy with life and stuff. So all you need, okay. As a man who was who took two sick days from work and couldn't do anything, uh, ten hours is all you need. Probably as you can see, like everything in we're, we're packing. Oh yeah, so that's right. That's right. Busy. Are you moving? Work, work's been cra- yeah, we're moving. Uh, work's been crazy too. So I've been playing as much. Well, we could we could tell that later. I mean, all right, well, I guess it's it's the Jake <laughs> Johnny Marcus show then. Yeah. Um, I played a new game, so I, I'm jacked that I can actually have a conversation about new games because I don't ever play new games. Because you know, but this game makes me want to get into like the 10-hour games, the short games. Because I'm like, oh, and you know, Resident Evil. This is like the first one I ever beat because I'm a little scaredy cat. Um, but this wasn't that bad, especially when you play it like you know in the morning, in the middle of the day, and then up until the night. You should play seven. Seven's just like that. A little bit more scary, though. Uh-huh. The, the word on the street has it that seven's super scary. And the Reddit was like, they were like, oh, yeah, just eight's not scary enough. I'm like, yeah, I, that's good. That's good. Because I was a little frightened a little bit with Big Lady D. Um, but then after that, it was it was super chill. And it was kind of just like an action game. Yeah, yeah. So so let's let's uh, set like a little bit of ground rules uh, before we get in, uh, before we get into it. Let, let's only talk about uh, the part up to getting out of like lady d's house just because um we the game is still fairly new so we don't want to be too spoilery uh but yeah so so uh marcus Um, what are your impressions of that game i i played the other one a while back that was seven and i i do think that that one's more more frightening than this one um they did the classic trope with Lady D, where what, how do you pronounce her name? Did, I don't know. It's very French. It's like Demis- Demis- or like yeah. Demiscu or yeah, some Anyways, shit like that. Um, yeah. the, the classic trope, just like with Resident Evil, was it two and three, where you have the big guy and she's the big lady chasing you throughout the whole like first part of the level, and you're kind of just like on edge the whole time. Um, but I found a little tip for anybody who's playing it: uh, you just go to the merchants' quarters and you can just watch her walk away. She doesn't even notice. That was kind of like a game breaking kind of thing that I found. Um, but it was fun. Um, the daughters are interesting to fight and they're all vampires. Um, so you just, you know, expose them to light and just shoot those bitches until they turn into dust. Um, I do have a funny little thing that I saw on the internet where a modder uh, modded Lady D's outfit to be lingerie. So... Huge ass titties yeah, and a massive just <laughs> dump truck of an ass. Just like, and, you know, uh, it's not my first time on the internet, but uh, internet's a horny place where people do weird things with video games. So that was interesting to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For um, In case anyone's wondering about Resident Evil 8, uh, Resident Evil 8 is a sequel, like a direct sequel to Resident Evil 7. So you're still playing as uh, Ethan Winters from Resident Evil 7 uh, and continuing uh, like his personal story within the Resident Evil universe. And in keeping with that, it's also still a first person game. 
Um, but yeah, no, like I like after playing that game. Uh, so like per- personally speaking, I am terrified of horror. I am a uh huge wuss um so i i had a lot of problems getting past like the first section of that game um uh i ended up needing to like (laughs) drink to like relax myself so like i wouldn't be like scared of anything i feel like that's kind of the way to go honestly like like there's a point where like i just kind of coming through that game i'm like oh this thing's gonna try and kill me and up this thing's gonna try and kill me and like i was in the house with with Lady DM just like versus bitch at and found her and took a couple shots at her. But like, yeah, you know, it, it's it's for sure like a Resident Evil game. No. Uh if you are at all familiar with uh the survival horror genre, like you can't go in uh, un- unlike four uh and five and six, where those are all third person and like the shooting is a lot um at least like relative to this game where the shooting's like a lot tighter like this game is not like that you are not you know super soldier ethan winters you're in fact kind of a bitchy character surprising considering um, he's already been through this already like right like yeah yeah no yeah. oh no that's i know but hand, like hand. No. he has more experience no. than somebody that hasn't been through anything like that like <laughs> yeah no in in like the beginning of the game there's like a lot of like really unwarranted bitchiness where he's just like i can't believe this is happening to me again and oh what is going on oh i have no i i'm so scared and it's just like yo bro like you got out of oh no i'd still be pretty scared i'd be scared to go through something again i mean that's just i guess that's him narrating out loud right i felt like he was more apathetic and he was like i can't believe this is happening again i don't think he was really bitchy because i i remember reading and hearing about that from a couple pods and they're like oh everyone's like ethan winters is a bitch like dude he was just doing his thing and he's like yeah i mean the guy was getting ripped apart throughout the entire game so, I was playing, yeah and I'm like, and i don't know how this guy's surviving a lot of the fan base really they weren't really big fans of um, ethan winters in the first game they thought he was fairly boring and then i guess i haven't played as much but like the reviews are saying like he's a little bit more fleshed out and you like him a little bit more oh so. my guy leon's always gonna be the one so <laughs> leon is the best yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, hey, if you find yourself in this situation again, <laughs> maybe like, maybe, maybe it's time to stop questioning and just pull out that shotgun and just be like, okay, we're doing this again. Like, here we, yeah, here we fucking go. He's like, just tell me who I can kill and who I can't kill, because that's the biggest annoyance of the entire. When I texted you guys yesterday morning, that was my biggest annoyance. I'm like, this game's stupid. They don't let me know what's going on. And then I got, I just got used to how the game makers put it out. And I'm like, oh, this is probably one of those yeah. fights where you just, you just don't win. You can't kill them right now. So I was really mad when I was, I was fighting one of the vampire chicks and I couldn't kill her. I'm like, oh, this is one where you run away. And then you could figure it out really easily later in the game where you're like, oh, this is one. Oh, it's one of those guys. Oh, just run away. Okay. Okay. I get it. <laughs> let me waste all my valuable shotgun ammo. Oh, yeah. Shotgun's the best gun in the game, by easily, the way. Easily. Put it out there. And the oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, oh, no, I'm going to take that back. Actually, I take that back entirely. It's a sniper rifle. The rifle took me through the entire game. They didn't make you get another sniper rifle. A spoiler alert, there's like three iterations <laughs> of pistols and shotguns. So don't get attached to one as you go because it'll be a waste of money. And where are the fish in the game? I'm pissed. I got like three fish in the entire game, and um, you need fish to craft all of these things. Just fly people who haven't played it yet. 
you need that you need that food yeah hot tip if you guys come across animals and that get like like wild animals <laughs> kill, kill, kill them kill them uh, you know that game is pretty fun i take everything back you know you know my favorite part of the game is ah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. the little ball contraption puzzles those were sick but like there was one two of them i did without failing at all one I failed a couple times, but two of them, it was just like, let's just ride it. Honestly, I, I thought they were fun, but uh, I've only done the one inside Lady D's house. And I thought it was um, I thought it was fun, but I thought it was bad because you can't adjust the camera like, angle to see that. the pitfalls <laughs> in like the final section. Yeah. So you don't even, you know, but, 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 let me let me just spoil alert. The other ones, you literally there's one you can't see at all in this section and there's no pitfalls at all. At least I didn't see a pitfall. And I just hundred percent of that thing. The game was pretty easy. Um, uh, what would you score, Joy? I, you know, you know, because it's Resident Evil Eight, I'll give it an eight because it just it just makes sense. And I enjoyed it. I played it from start to finish in a day. You know, I read a lot of the comments out there in the streets were saying it had great pacing, and I agree. I never got to a point because I could play a game for three hours, at, like Witcher Three. <laughs> but a game like that, like a Skyrim, and be like, you know, I got my fill for the day. I can't play anymore today. Yeah, yeah. Each one of the zones had completely different feels to it, albeit everyone's going to say the middle zones were super short, um, but they were cool. I mean, they were different. And uh, the game kept you going to the point where I was like, I, I enjoyed dusting zombies later in the game. It was like my favorite part. Headshots with the little sniper rifle. Oh, it was really gratifying at a certain point, hitting in a corner and just having these, you know, not zombies these lichens come at you and you just pop in their faces off. Um, what about I, you, I'd, probably, I'd probably, um, I'd hear an argument for seven, but I'll, I'll give it an eight. Um, I thought the pacing was great. Like Johnny said, I was never bored and it felt kind of like an amusement park. Like each level you unlocked had something different to offer. The boss battles were cool. Um, but it's like, it's, it's a classic Resident Evil, like I said, well, classic Resident Evil kind of trope, you know? Wait, what do you what do you think the uh, argument is? Seven, for I think the shooting's seven. really, really off, like really off. Like I didn't, I didn't like it at all. Um, and sometimes, um, <clears throat> sometimes like when you're looking at something, you can't quite pick it up. I wish that was a little more tighter. Um, I don't know if did they. I'd be interested to know, like, because it seems like the shooting was like first. It's first person, but I feel like they just adapted whatever the third person view was, and just like just make it smaller now. And you always felt kind of off to the right. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. So, because, yeah, so it was, um, that really threw me off a lot of the time. And then um, just too much sniper ammo. <laughs> Way too much sniper ammo. Like, they could have done the uh, the materials a little bit different because it was like, I could always make more sniper ammo. I could never make pistol and shotgun ammo because you can craft. Um, but that was the thing. But you know, shooting there really threw me off. Use that a lot. Mark's out here playing. We play too much. You know what's funny though? I haven't played a shooter in a while, and I thought it was totally decent, and it worked pretty well, even up until the end when I was taking out that final (laughs) boss. Just um, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean. Two tight of shooters. You need to play a little. Well, pieces. I mean, I, I feel like that's also kind of the point, though, right? Because you're not super soldier <laughs> Ethan Winters. You're, you're not Leon. Ethan you're not Chris. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I play other shooters. So, I mean, I, you know, I played Doom, Wolfenstein, and I just, I think maybe, maybe that was part of it, too. Like you said, maybe. Um, but anyway. Maybe try to lean too hard into the shooter. 
Yeah, I think I think it is at the end of the day it is a horror, but I think um, eight's a good score for it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I can't wait to see. Um, there's obviously gonna be a sequel. They're not ending Resident Evil anytime soon, so we'll see where that goes. I would love them to remake four though. Uh, yeah, like for like a fifth time or whatever. Since they're remaking, since they remade two and three, Johnny. By the way, you should play two and three. I think you'd like them. They're great. They're really good. Uh, you know, maybe I can go back. I, I think I'm yeah, a man now. Um, I can handle. You, a you play the more. remakes, and they're uh-huh. like, it's they give it the res, they give it the uh, Final Fantasy VII treatment. You know, so. Ooh. And it's short. Maybe you that's can what finish I do them with my day today. I finished my there's Four speed hours. runs on them. You should check how fast you can finish them pretty fast. Two, no, three. Yeah, you can three you can beat really fast. Two, uh two may take a little longer, but three you can be really fast. But those but they're good. But anyways, yeah, eight. Um for yeah, eight for nice little short story. I'm into it. That's where I'm at. What about you? Eight for eight. I, I'm gonna abstain from providing a score just because I don't really play these types of games. So I mean there's a lot I could say, but there's a lot I can say about it. The one thing I will say, and one of the main reasons I, I don't want to like provide a score is because uh, every time I turn this game on, I immediately want to turn it off because I am just on edge the entire fucking time. Uh, and I hate that feeling. So I, Jake, I was thinking about you when I was reading some Reddit comments and they were like, Lady D wasn't scary enough. It was too easy to get around her. And I had a boner the whole like time. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was terrified. <laughs> Jake was getting pants. <laughs> she was like exactly fast enough, like in my opinion. Like, like when I when I would do something, I turn around and be like, she's right fucking there. And she has like these... dude, yeah, she would always be there. Like anytime you turned around, you're like, just don't turn around. If you turn around, she's gonna be right there. It's like what the zombies <laughs> do when they go super slow and then they sprint the, at you. The and werewolves right and they're like, like, oh, yeah, and they're like ah, okay, I'm gonna get you now. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're just pistols just flying across the screen. Yeah, there's a couple times I jumped. But everybody's obsessed with Lady D. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet's disgusting. Hey, they did they did a really good job with like modeling her face and stuff. She she has like that I don't know what you call that, but like what like Victorian look fucking down like like she she looks like a real person that they just kind of threw some art over her face like it's it's a real good rendering of that of that model for her like an actual real life model for i would bet i i i I would absolutely wager like considering the amount of detail that it looks like it went into her like like good job to that team all the tiktok thirst traps were her for cosplay so (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I I bet I bet when conventions start, you're gonna see a lot of lady D's running around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of, oh, dude, the big girls are gonna unite right yeah, now. Lot, All the tall chicks, a lot of oh, giant like, women yeah, being right. lady. You can't D's. be a short girl and and cosplay this. Oh, big no, girls no. coming out. Yeah, shout out to my thick things out there. We love you. I, I love how like God, why was she so obnoxiously giant? She's like fucking Shaq. <laughs> Because it adds to the scare, you know. A big lady, you know. It's it's all all men. Anyone that's taller than you, it's it's obviously scary. Yeah. yeah. She could take me in a fight. When I when I ended her though, like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Speaking of, when the wife comes home, dude, I'm gonna get ended. I think so. Just a fly. If if I go radio silent, it's because I'm getting killed over here. Okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, hey, glad you're <laughs> able to beat it. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so moving on, uh, Marcus, do you want to talk to us about Returnal? Oh, yeah. Um, so what, what do they call them again? Ro- roguelites? Uh, right? Roguelites. Yeah. So this is a roguelite. It's really fun. Um, I probably haven't had this much fun since our game of the year, Hades. Um, I think it probably, since there's nothing really out right now, everybody's saying it's a contender. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, but super fun. Uh, there's different levels to it the bosses are pretty challenging it feels kind of like you have to it's it's all like balls and lasers coming at you like and they you feel like you're playing um with like those old school games uh centipede but like in 3d and you're trying to dodge everything and trying to you know jump you know dash and dive and shit like that um there's different weapons you play with that um add to different um game styles and play styles but uh it's yeah it's it's a lot of fun um having a good time with it still haven't rolled credits on it i have a friend that just got past the third level and there's still more to the game i guess he said so um i'm gonna have to see but the bosses were challenging enough that uh it took some time it's still taking some time for me to beat um i think uh where where i'm at right now with the game it um, has just enough story also that it keeps you intrigued the whole time. Uh, and I think I'm at probably like an 8.5 um, scoring that game. Honestly, I think it has a lot to offer. And you do actually feel like um, you're playing something that is supposed to be on a PlayStation 5. Oh, also, no load times. Like, live, die, repeat, literally. Like, you can skip that. They give you the same sequence over and over again, how you crashed on the planet. You can just skip that and you're, you're just right back into it. You don't have to load the game. So even between levels, no loading at all. You just go through a portal, you're into the next world. So it's really fast uh, runs. Um, I guess I read some reviews that people were saying like, oh, I just feel sapped every time I die. But I'm just like, have you played a roguelite? Because that's kind of how this works. And you just kind of got to get better at it. There are cool upgrades that your guy gets eventually and you can add towards just kind of like in Hades. Um, but overall, I would highly recommend... Um, if you're looking for something that's kind of like want to do that or you could just do a few runs, um, I think that's the game for you. And it's cool that it's in 3D. I've never played anything kind of like it right now. So it's fun. So uh, it's fun. so how, how does like the death loop work in that game? So do you do a run, you collect, like, is it just like any other roguelike where you do a run, you collect some currency, go out, mm-hmm. die, some of that, you retain some of that currency, buy it? Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, works like that. There's a way to... Uh, mitigate some risks if you have enough it's called ether and if you have enough ether you could uh activate like this like kind of like save portal where if you die it'll bring it won't kill you it'll bring you all the way back but it's kind of far still it'll bring you back to like a save portal but you won't you won't lose any of like your weapon upgrades and shit like that randomly that you got that whole time um there's a give and take system too kind of like in hades where like uh you can get something that might take some health away or might hurt you in some way but it'll give you an extra boost and something else like an attack um so there's you know it's it's classic it but it it adds a new spin on it because it's 3d and like i said i think it feels good because it feels like you're also playing like 3d centipede if that makes sense it yeah it just it it feels feels a lot like that and 
some of the bosses are really cool just to fight like the boss battles um they trip you up too like some of them don't shoot balls like laser balls like right at you like the balls will like bounce like beach balls and you'll have to like time it and shit and then they'll like shoot like a laser that like shoots like a ring of lasers out and you have to time that shit so um yeah there's a lot of there's i think there's some influences not not so soulsy but kind of like that where you're di- dipping and dodging and diving until you can kind of just wait, wait, wait. is there a role is there there's not a role no your your thing is uh you jump yeah. you oh. jump and you kind of like kind of you can kind of float a little bit and then you kind of like have to dodge and it's like weird because like you'll see it like how the bullets move and shit and like how the lasers move like it's a it's a it's a moving 3d puzzle the whole time you're fighting the boss so it's cool though it's a lot of fun but it's God, not i wish i had a playstation 5 so bad that i know six. yeah it's it's a lot of fun but um yeah oh by the way i'm totally i'm i'm, I'm, I'm abandoning microsoft shout out to my cousin um <laughs> but I, I gotta go man it's just it's just not what it and then now discord's gonna be a part of playstation where you can actually talk to friends easily oh my god i don't yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna be a part of PlayStation. I think they're partnering with PlayStation, but I don't think they are. Oh no, it, I, they're going to integrate it. No. Well, no. yeah, yeah, they're going to integrate, but yeah. How often do you guys use Discord? Well, we... I have it on my phone for stock trading apps, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use it a lot, only for my Madden leagues. So. But Johnny, uh, PlayStation, I think is. If you, I think you like you like single player games and stuff like that. I think PlayStation's your home. Like, I think that's that's probably where you would thrive. My old man console. Yeah, yeah, through it. yeah so. I'll play with you guys and like the player games eventually. Johnny's <laughs> gone. We lost Johnny for good. Okay. I know. Uh, I mean, it, PlayStation. Like, I mean, Casey knows this. I think Jake knows this too. Like, single. They nail the single player games. They do. Like, I'm sorry. Like, they they just they do. I don't know what yeah. to tell you otherwise. Yeah true it is uh um but yeah i uh, heard it here first uh returnal's gonna 8.5 for marcus uh so uh that brings us to our next game uh mass effect a legendary edition which uh marcus hey. and i have uh hopped on which, i need to talk about this at... i didn't Mar- marcus laughed at me <laughs> i didn't know it was all three i thought it was only one this morning, this motherfucker goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker goes, he goes, oh, I did. I was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I just rolled credits on one. I didn't know one. three were um, remastered. And he goes, wait, two, what are you talking about? I was like, it's, you get all three, you just have to update the other, the other two, and then you can play them. And he's all, wait, what? And I was like, dude, you've been way too yeah. fucking busy with everything else. I, I, yeah. Why, why so, do you think they could charge like almost six? That's why I was game? kind of against it. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty against it. Like, I'm like. I don't want to buy this game. <laughs> I don't know why he thought that, Jake. I thought he, I, we had both assumed, like, because I was like, t- I was like thinking when he was like saying, like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play that. I'm like, is this motherfucker crazy? Like, there's three games in here. Like, good um, games. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never played, I, I've only played a little bit of one. I remember <laughs> I didn't like it because I played two. But, uh, Mass Effect 2 is my first, like, entry to the series. So I'll probably go back. I'll play it now. I didn't know it was all three because two and three are really fucking fun. <laughs> So, uh, uh, for everyone that can't see, Casey's just rubbing his eyes I'm, right now. I have tired. no idea. I'm burning <laughs> the camera from both ends, y'all. I'm dying. Uh, uh, spoiler alert on Mass Effect. No, I'm just kidding. The, 
the statute of limitations yeah. has been passed. Past. <laughs> no, dude, that's a great. It, it's a great uh, remake. I haven't beaten one yet, but I, I, I think they get like a lot of mileage out of uh, remaking it. For sure. say, it's not a remake; um, it's a remaster. All right, sorry, it's a remaster. It's a remaster. It you, looks right? good. Like me and Jake were talking about it. It looks good. Yeah, like so. Yeah, I was talking to Marcus about it, and um, I played. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. And I think that's the most recent uh, remastered game I played, aside from like, uh, I, I guess, like Demon Souls Remastered. But uh, um, Final Fantasy VIII and Demon Souls, uh, I, I think Demon Souls, like, yeah, it looks a lot better compared to like PlayStation 2 from like the screenshots. Uh, I've seen um, the Final Fantasy VIII remastered. Like you could tell where parts of it have been remastered, but they don't really get like a lot of mileage out of it because the game is like so fucking old. Um, so you could only, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, like re-render certain parts of the game so that they so that they look better. This game looks just phenomenally better from like from the top down like uh, i am impressed with how many things that they have been able to add like more detail into and again i'm only talking about mass effect um i'm only talking talking about mass effect one uh here because i haven't seen two or three yet but um yeah i i i just think it looks great i i think still the way those character models talk is a little weird. Like only their mouth kind of moves and the rest of their face doesn't. Um, but <laughs> out, out, like outside of that, like uh, the Nor the Normandy looks uh, significantly more detailed space. Space itself also looks a lot more details. There's, there's just a lot more stars there in, in the sky. Um, seeing, seeing Reapers again, uh, it, it feels like you're seeing just something like to totally new just the detail was not there before and now now it really really is um and i'm playing through as a douchebag shepherd who will say some real psychopath fucking things if you give him the opportunity to <laughs> like uh I was talking to Marcus about it. My my favorite Shepherd quote so far is is the thing that gets uh, the thing about killing is it gets a little bit easier every time you do it. It's like <laughs> fuck. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I just think that uh, we were talking about it off the pod, but like you know, I just want to say it for the pod. Like uh, one of our friends was talking about a meme that was just like. You know, mass effect that like, kind of video game logic and it's just funny like you'll go through like this whole facility and at the end like you could do the paragon like the good guy thing you're just like i just want to talk <laughs> and then, <laughs> or like in the second one like come on shepherd you know me just like no i don't and then just fucking start shooting people like and it's it's funny because it, the game kind of shows its pain. i was thinking about this like that because like something like I think something like with the witcher like it has things like that but usually what the witcher will do is like you'll have the dialogue first and if you don't agree then you fucking fight the fool not i killed all your people now let's fucking talk kind of thing at the knife's edge um but uh playing two right now it, it looks good jake it looks really good and i like the i remember the weapon system is much better in two now so no, that, that, that's good does does two feel like like they did anything different to the controls because like i feel like mass effect one uh 
you you can still tell like Mass Effect One, uh, even though it is a remaster. Um, there's only so much they could do with it. Like the controls in that game still feel very much like, hey, this was um, a yeah xbox 360 almost launched title game um you you could tell that this was a game that came out in 2007 when it comes to the controls and the way the ai works um but do you think that stuff gets any sort of remaster treatment into or the or does that still feel largely the same um no it doesn't feel bad if that it doesn't feel bad at all i don't know maybe it's just it's been a long time since i played it's been you know over 10 years now since i've played these games um so it doesn't feel bad though um it, it, of course two gets easier commanding people and stuff and you can they can actually do shit now like overload and shit like that um but it's 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 a lot of fun right now um there's just so much i don't remember from the game either and i was i was telling y'all that um the DLC, I, I, you know, back when, when I was playing it as a kid, like my parents never let me like, you know, like, well, you got the game now, so fuck you, you can't, you can't play anything else on the DLC. What is my that? My parents I don't told even me to go fuck myself too, so I, I can relate. <laughs> They're like, wait, we gotta pay more? I thought we just paid sixty bucks for this. I'm like, yeah, but there's, there's more stuff I want to play in it. And they're like, no, fuck you. Because like, okay, well, fuck me then. I thought um, parents' job was to tell you not to do those things to yourself. They keep catching your room with the, the door unlocked. <laughs> Come on, Jake, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep my door locked. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I never played any of the DLC, so it'll be interesting to see all that. I experienced some of that. I think one of the DLCs that I never played was like Falling Sky and the Cerberus one, the first one. And so that w- it adds uh, adds more to the story. Um, what's cool is I never noticed is uh, it's more streamlined now, so you can pick up, you know your character from me one go to me two and all your money carries over too. so i'm fucking rich right now so sell all your shit before you defeat saren in the first one so you can have a bunch of money i mean i forgot how good those games were and me two is just basically you amassing the the team to take on me three. Oh yeah you got a blank check shepherd anything you need <laughs> you know what? The, the my only gripe with this is i'm not going to be able to recreate the shepherd that i created I feel like it's probably going to be impossible, so it's not going to be the same feel. You're a different man now. You know that was that was over ten years ago. No, no, I need that same shepherd. It's the shepherd (laughs) I know, which is oh, it's going to be problematic the way I describe how I made shepherd. But (laughs) oh, okay, I this is that. Don't don't. (laughs) Uh, Trying to get into politics. (laughs) Let's just say, let's just say, I took a shepherd. And then I was like, yeah, let's now let's change his skin tone. And I was like, this worked out perfectly. But, you know, <laughs> it was weird. I'm not going to go into it. It sounds bad already me saying it, but I did it. You know? <laughs> Casey, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. I, I'm over it. Okay? Yeah, I just use the default. I just use the default because he was in the commercials when I was a kid. So I was just like, it'll, it'll just be canon default. Yeah. But, uh, what, what class are you playing through uh, this time around, Marcus? Man, I'm I'm boring still. Right. You know me. Okay. I'm Shooter. So, so. By the way, um, before we even move on, Jake, uh, I we got we need a bingo card because somehow you fit in Final Fantasy into every single conversation. It's <laughs> well, not. Nah, I mean, hey, man, we're we're just talking about like the like you know remasters in general here. I did, I can't tell you another remaster I've played more recently than those two. About Final Fantasy. Oh, I hope. We're just talking about Bioware. 
Kotar. I hope Kotar gets the same ish treatment. Yeah. I'd rather a remake yeah, though. I want a remake. I don't want a remaster. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it is a remake. Yeah, they they need to make that game a remake. Like I feel like once you have a game that is like twenty years old, you you need to go. You you need to do a remake. Kotar's it's my number one. It's my number oh, one all time. BT, BT dub. Uh, I just thought of this. Isn't it crazy that all the Mass Effects came out on the 360? Like you don't even hear that shit anymore. Like a whole trilogy coming out on one console. And that kind of like, like also just displays how disappointing the Xbox One was. I can't think of an awesome trilogy to come out on that. Yeah, because what Halo Halo started on it, but it finished on the 360, correct? Well, I'm talking about yeah, Halo started on OG, or yeah, OG Xbox, OG. and yeah, finished on yeah. the 360. Yeah, but like Mass Effect, all of them came out on the 360. Like, what the fuck is what the fuck are people doing now? Like, I don't, I know. Fire I know where where are you? Things, what so. happened? It's it's like unheard of now. I guess games are harder to make probably now. Free to play destroyed everything. I mean, hey, this, to- this is what happens when you have like fucking EA. five-year development cycles. Uh, like we we were we were talking about this last night. Uh, but um, uh, generally, a company would come out with a game every year or or so. Like, and but this was like way back in the day, like N sixty four, like PlayStation one. Um, and the way they would probably do it, uh. Well, like no um no quarter in particular but they would probably do they would probably start one game q1 mm-hmm. finish it uh finish it by q2 q3 that the games like logistics team is figuring it out but by q3 they're already on their next game and this is how yeah. they're keeping a game like coming out every year and like you, you could um you can keep track of this with any game with like a direct um, sequels probably. So if you, uh, so I, I would bet um, if you go back and look at resident evil uh, again, final fantasy, you could definitely do this with, but uh, uh, final, like final fantasy, for example, Final fantasy six came out. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm willing to bet it was 1996. Cause I know fall fantasy seven was 1997 and then fall fantasy eight was 1998. Um, so yeah, like, like, like back, you had, you had a way to keep that train fucking going no matter what. And again, with Resident Evil, I would bet you probably see something similar with like one, two or three, depending on how long it took the game to get like green lighted. Yeah. I I just, I I don't know. It's, uh, it just boggles the mind still. I think about it, like just crazy, that whole trilogy, like, and it was, it's, it's a good, a lot of people what was it uh we were talking to one of our friends he's a younger guy i mean he came on the party chat with me and jake and uh he had said he had never played mass effect and that was just like to me i was like damn that's right you're hella young like that you wouldn't even you were like a child child when this came out like you wouldn't even know anything about this so it's interesting hopefully a new generation gets to experience this i know they probably think it's fucking stupid but i i don't want to be that guy but i kind of feel like I'm like the old dude that's just like they don't make them like they used to anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, games in a weird place right now, man. Comparatively, yeah. Okay, my bad. Let me retract that previous statement. Uh, development cycles were about two years, going off of. Uh, uh, well, maybe not. 
I, I would still wager it has something to do with like about development cycles, but like like uh, looking at um, final like Final Fantasy's development cycle. Uh, six came out in 1994. Uh, er, uh, early 1994. Seven came out uh, early 1997. Uh, then eight came out uh, early 1999. But then nine comes out 2000. So I mean, they were also released J- Japan and then came over here. And, uh, you know, I don't even know I mean, who, who are we to say, you know, we, we have no industry ties. Yeah. <laughs> who are we to say? Yeah. The, yeah. This is all, yeah, this is all layman speculation. Uh, time conjecture. Uh, take us on. Okay. Uh, so, um, among that, uh, we have two other games that can, uh, came out. I think, uh, I've only played them, uh, hood outlaws and legends. Um, that game is all right. Uh, I, I, I think, I think it's, a, I think it's a great game for $30 value, but that game, uh, is not without its issues. Um, so, so is this like a multiplayer only, like a six on six? What were you saying? Before? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a multiplayer only. So the format of the game is it's, it's uh two teams of four and basically, uh, it's a uh, uh, player versus environment and then player versus player. And uh, the objective of the game is uh, two teams start on either side of the map. Um, and you need to get uh, this uh, treasure that is located somewhere on the map. The game doesn't tell you. And in order to get the treasure, what you have to do is you need to... Uh, on the map, there is a character called the Warden that could kill you in one hit who has a vault key, and you need to sneak up behind him somehow and get the vault key, and then take the and then the next part of the game is you have to find the vault, which the game doesn't tell you, so you need to go out and then find the vault. Uh, once you find the vault, you need to get that person who has the vault key to the vault. Um, and then after you get the uh, key to the vault, you open the vault, take the treasure, and then you have to take it to an extraction point, which the game does tell you the, uh, where the extraction point is. There's one of three extraction points. And when you get to the extraction point, you need to wench it up the extraction point in order to extract it. And um, so... Say extract one more time. Extract. Uh <laughs> So the objective of the game is you want to extract this treasure before this other team does. But like where the game starts running into problems is once one member of either team gets caught in like an area that is heavily populated by guards, the game just evolves into straight fucking chaos. Like uh, the point of the game is like you want to stealthily do all these objectives and like get out before the guards kind of realize what's going on. But if either team gets caught, they just have the ability to manipulate the game so that it's no longer a stealth game. You're just slap dash haphazardly trying to fucking find this treasure while guards are trying to kill everybody involved. And um, it, it, it takes, it, it, it takes, it takes away from the, the way the game is meant to be played uh outside of that the game also has some balancing issues between each of the classes so since the game is 4v4 um each 
player uh, on each team can take on a different class. You cannot change classes mid-game. So you have like an assassin class, uh, you have a healer class, you have a range class, and then you have a strongman melee class. And each of those classes also can manipulate the levels in different ways. So like uh, the strongman melee class, you have these giant iron gates that can close. And if you have one of those guys on your team, uh, he could he could lift up the iron gate and give your uh, teammates an opportunity to run through it while it's lifted up. The assassin class has a lock pick, so they could open certain doors uh, to create permanent pathways that your team could use. Um, so, and and would you say there's a lot of I guess I guess communication like it was um, siege or something yeah, like that. I'm getting right now. Uh, yeah, there there is. Uh, you don't. It's not a game you necessarily need a mic for, but they do account for uh, hot buttoning uh, communication items. So like left bumper lets you ping uh, guards on the map as you see them, and also open doorways or possible doorways. Um, so there's that. The game also doesn't limit um players to one class per team so like you could potentially have a team full of assassins if you wanted to um so 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 i i need to know this there's four of us and there's four people that play this game jake are are we actually playing this or is it just going to be warzone for the next I mean, I, 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 I would think, hey, if you have a game share buddy uh, like Marcus and Casey do with each other and I do with you, oh, this game is this this game is easily worth the $15 buy in. If you like if you're game sharing, if if uh, if you're not game sharing, it's I would still say it's easily worth the $30 buy in. Like this game is a very unique multiplayer experience, uh, where one kind of doesn't really exist right now. And, um, I think with like a, with the right polish and the right uh dedication to this game as an ongoing project, like it, it can be good. There, there is something very entertaining about this game and as a proof of concept it's like this does this does work it needs a little more thought um but it 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 does work uh i guess uh if if, i mean if it does work um this is going to be the way games are going to be rolled out then they're going to go hey you know we're not going to be free to play but we'll go half half in and then if you guys like it um we'll put more into it but we won't be like a like a like a destiny where we'll be like a 60 buy-in and like do my friends really want to play this game or not who knows you know like it's a lot of games nowadays i'm like do i really want to take the uh, cyberpunk risk or, <laughs> <laughs> or do i want to just chill for a second see what people think i haven't heard a lot of talk about hood outlaws and legends so that makes me be kind of skeptical I'm definitely the guy who's like, I, I can only play the best right now. I can't play the, the poop. I mean, uh, I, I think like Black Ops like 3 did something like that, right? Where they were like, hey, we're going to divorce the story from this and charge $40 for the multiplayer and be done with it. Um, it's what we wanted. It's what the people want. Yeah. And and again, I think in you know a vacuum right now where there's not a lot of good multiplayer games and uh, if you're still like, if you're looking for something fresh and new this game is something that is fresh. It is something that is unique and it is a cool multiplayer experience. I would say if, if you're, 
if you really want to wait for like the game to be good, you could probably wait a couple months. This is probably going to come out on Game Pass at some point. Um, and also I'll give the developers to do some more work and more balancing into it. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good value for like $30. I would rate it. Uh, I, I would, I would give it a seven out of 10. Um, much of what is driving that score is it's a value. Um, uh, if it was worth $60, I'd say a hey, absolutely do not buy this, but it, it needs a lot more work. Um, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, I, I think this game could be something special, uh, come by the end of the year if they, if they really do put the work into it. Now, now Jake, speaking of value, is there another game that might've come out that might be a higher value? <laughs> Solid transition. Uh, <laughs> And is it worth the value? Because, you know, word on the street has it. No. Pokemon Snap. Oh, Snap. Pokemon Snap. Oh, Snap. Uh, has, has anyone here played it? I have. I have. I have played it. I have rolled credits on it. And uh, I Thanks. will also score this game a seven. For okay, 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 okay. We, we can be, I, I guess, we can be quick with Snap then because, um, word on the street has it everyone wanted the, the everyone wanted Snap again back in the N64 day and they never gave it back. And they all wanted the safari style where you could just like walk around the forest, you know, snapping things to your heart's content, you know, walking yourself. And this seems like another track Pokemon Snap, albeit with like you know, a night and day mode and, and other unique things like that. But is this really worth? This is like a lot of Nintendo games for me. Is it really worth sixty bucks? No. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, no, no, it's not. Um, what I will say about the game is, uh, I, I don't, I don't think the community really knew what they wanted with Pokemon Snap. Like, I, I personally wanted this out of Pokemon Snap. Like, uh, like the game they gave me is is kind of exactly what I wanted. But I don't think it's worth like sixty dollars. Uh, not not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but now that what like what serotonin release do you get from this? Is it like, it, well, I got a it, good it, shot, and then the, the game told me I got a good shot. It, Look at that. It is a straight shot to like the nostalgia region of your brain for sure. Um, so basically, uh, the game is on rails. Uh, you enter into this um safari uh type of vehicle that protects you from all the pokemon out in the wilderness that this incredibly <laughs> like jurassic park yeah yeah this yeah. jurassic park yeah, style jurassic like park criminally pictures. neglectful professor puts you in <laughs> <laughs> and says, hey, go take a picture of these Pokemon because uh, we need to know the type of Pokemon that live in this region. Despite the fact we have satellites and a teleportation system, we still don't have the means to document Pokemon without taking pictures of them. Uh, so they put you in this vehicle. And while you're in this vehicle, you're on rails. And there's, um, I think there's about like is seven to ten levels uh all together and then each level has a night mode attached to it as well so it's, it's technically more like 20 um 
is like 14 to 20 yeah, levels Pokemon right there jake did you hear the pokemon snapping at you? uh no that was uh, casey's dog that's oh so buko really few can cue um so while, while you're on the rails you go through this level you take pictures of pokemon when you're done taking pictures of pokemon uh you take them back to the professor the professor will score those pictures for you um and the scoring system is kind of weird so like basically you can take pictures that are rated one to four stars but he will only take one of your pictures per pokemon uh to score for that level so let's say you take 32 pictures of 32 pokemon he will take um all 32 of those photos and score each one of them. But let's say you take 32 pictures of one Pokemon, you can only pick one of those pictures for him to score. So uh, I, got, I guess that kind of makes sense. But like, does he does he play with the rule of the thirds? But can you get really hot with it you, with your photography skills? Like I, I you know, I got him in the left third of the of the picture with a nice scenic sun in the background is it just like straight up like you didn't get the moltres in the center and it's just not that hot yes yes and no the game kind of tells you things about like this is what you want to do to get like a better score so if you take a picture of a pokemon there's like a a background Action. behind it so to speak where like uh like let's say you get a picture of a pokemon in front of like a waterfall you'll get more points for getting uh That's that hot. picture in front of the waterfall like um you see some real life Pokemon stuff uh, in this oh, game. Wait, are the Pokemon getting it on? <laughs> no, but <laughs> but like but like uh, you'll see like a fucking uh, in this YouTube video I saw. You can see this Pidgeotto like fucking swoop a magic carp out of the pond to to oh, eat it. Um, so you, fine, so it gives you some National Geographic Pokemon shit. Like that, that's pretty cool. See, like, if this game was thirty bucks, I'd be down to to watch that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, dude, and then kind of play it on the side on a Switch. That'd be super nice. But like, I mean, this is just the Nintendo way. They're like, you're gonna love it, and people are gonna buy it regardless because they love Pokemon. But um, you know, as the old man, I just I just don't want to see anything that's not Gen One or Gen Two. So I'm like, I'm already in for Fine. that reason. I'm I'm, I'm done. Are you uh, you ever feel like you want to live out your like David Attenborough? Like dreams, we're like I'm David Attenborough of the BBC, and today we're going to explore how magic cops breed. <laughs> Dude, actually, actually, you know, I don't even have to play the game. If someone does that on YouTube, I would watch, and then I, that would be everything I need from Pokemon Snap because I don't remember what was so hot about the first Snap that I like so much. And maybe this game is just going to be more for kids, anyways. Um, well, I but yeah, I I, th I think that's it. Like um, back in the N sixty four days, I think you could get uh, get away with something like this. Um, and this is like a large reason why I'm I'm rating this a seven is because even though this game is on rails, I think they do get a lot of mileage out of kind of what rails. they can do with it, um, so to speak. So uh, as you play through the levels and take pictures of Pokemon and like get your score up. Uh, you have like a research score that fills. And I, I'm not sure what the maximum research score uh, is. I think um, each level, though, you could have uh, um, a max level of five research score. And every time you uh, roll over your experience meter, which is like your research score meter, um, uh, the level will change. So uh, once you get to research level two, um, the Pokemon will interact differently in the environment. So so when you rerun the level, it's going to be different than when you reran when you ran it at research score one. And then every time you do that, it's different um, 
per uh, level of research score. So you could potentially, even though you have like one level, since there's five different research scores, you have five different variations of that level. Um, and since there's a night mode, you also have five different variations of the night mode of that level. So, yeah. so the game has ways of like keeping it fresh and like uh, giving it like variety. And um, when you play through the game, they give you apples you can throw at Pokemon so that they like will nice. fucking like react when you hit them with an apple. And through that, um, <laughs> this game does something cool. I, I, I don't think you see in like a ton of video games anymore where there's just a lot of um, secret things you can do that the game doesn't really tell you you yes. can do. Yes. See, see, that's what I want from Pokemon Snap. I remember like, I, well, I don't remember anything, but I think I remember secret shit and like, oh, you have to look over this certain exact moment to get that rare, rare sighting of the Moltres. I mean, that's kind of hot. I, I'm, I'm into that. But, you know, the reality is uh, I'm never going to play this game. Um, yeah, 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 dude. I couldn't, I could barely even play Sword and Shield. That game was just so trash to me, at least. Yeah, this is just Nintendo being Nintendo, and like they're playing the nostalgia game, and people are gonna buy it like crazy, but it's just not gonna be, it's not gonna be Johnny, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jake, I'm glad you finished it though. I'm glad you did. You have joy, did you, did you have fun? Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, like, like there was like this sense of wonder that was in it. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And like, I, as someone who's like a really big Pokemon fan, like one of the main reasons I, I play. Uh, play games like these is because I'm like, hey, this is a new perspective on Pokemon. I could like really kind of see how they look. Like yeah, uh, this is something I could play while I'm watching, you know, uh, dubbed anime in the background. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This is definitely something like you could play like while while you run something on the back. I, I would I would wait for this game to come out and be like thirty or forty dollars. Um, Will it ever? Does Nintendo ever do that? I, I mean, Rude on the Street no. has it. Nothing goes down. It, 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 <laughs> it's like it's gonna be sixty dollars for the rest of your life. It, 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 it depends on the game. I think like Breath of the Wild and stuff. You're not gonna see that. Mario, you're not gonna see that. I think a game like this, yeah, sure. potentially you could see it. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, this game isn't worth $60 again. Like, I, I think they get as much mileage as they can out of uh, keeping this game on rails. But at the end of the day, like on a next gen console, this, I don't think this is really enough to keep you entertained unless you're like a kid and you're really like grinding it out and really like seeing your Pokemon and have limited access to games. Um, you know what, you know, it'd be next gen for this. If it wasn't just a snap, if it was like a video and an editing thing and you had to make like, you know, Pokemon movies and whatnot, that's next gen Pokemon snap. You know, we're taking it. Yeah. A picture tells a thousand words and a video a million. Give me, give me video Pokemon. Unlike a uh, Sea Spiracy, it's Pokemon Spiracy. <laughs> Dude, oh, that would be kind of cool. And like, there was like, you know, like some like fucked up shit in the Pokemon world that you had to like stop from happening. And you had like Team Rocket was doing some sus stuff and you had to like, you know, catch them in the act. And, <laughs> you know, you, you edit a thing and you have this whole media, you know, uh, push for it. You know, that'd be sick. That'd be crazy. But, you know, but Nintendo just won't do that. They're, they're keeping it chill and fun. Something Nintendo for Johnny. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's what happens when you own literally the most. Uh, what's what's the right way to say this? But Pokemon is the most valued entertainment franchise of all time. Where it's like, of uh, it's worth a bizarre amount of money. Like uh, I want to say it's like sixty billion dollars. 
Jeez. I'll tell you this. I was hanging out with uh, a young niece and she had an Eevee backpack and it looked fire. What? Um, yeah, yeah. It was an Eevee little tiny backpack. And I was like, dude, it, you know, I used to be into like clothing trades, like trading the shirt off my back for someone else's shirt. I was like, dude, if I had something to trade you, I would I would trade you that for that backpack. And it would look really weird on me, a 28 year old. But it was dope. I was looking for dude, I was looking for birthday presents awesome. for you and I almost bought you the Taco Bell backpack but a uh, pokemon is worth 92.121 billion dollars barely barely skirting hello kitty at 80 billion dude, dude, japanese people are buying hello kitty like crazy still that's nuts because it's it's not it's not uh, it's not anyone in california that i've seen <laughs> it's... unless it's bts bts <laughs> no yeah they'll buy that bts merch chicks love the buy- bts man i just that's crazy 92.1 one two one billion that's Where, where's pokemon world you know what i'm saying like who needs disneyland when you can have pokemon land or or nintendo land for that matter i want nintendo land you know what that would be that would be sick there's, there's super pokemon mario Snapchat land at, at universal studios in japan now right yeah yeah it's open i heard about that i need that you can get, I know, a, I want that. You can get a uh bunch of food there too that's like after it's the all mario. like mushroom based yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> will, will it, will it, will it get me high and like make me feel like I'm larger? <laughs> Bowser steaks. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay, I think we're going to move on to news. But before we move on to news, we are going to take a quick break and be break. right back. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord. I can't believe Casey didn't know that. Uh... And we are back. <laughs> we are coming back with the news. Uh, pretty slow news week, but also at the same time, some pretty big stories. Uh, this did not happen this week, but. Uh, uh, I think it's important for uh, us to talk about it for um, just a couple of different reasons and uh, pay some very solid respect. Uh, but um, Alex Navarro, uh, Vinny Caravella, and Brad Shoemaker have left Giant Bomb. Um, and with that, uh, Ale- with Alex Navarro and Vinny Caravelle leaving um, Giant Bomb East or Giant Beast, uh, at least from uh, what I've read, it sounds like they are um, done producing. Um, Giant Bomb will continue with uh, Jeff Gersman and uh, Chad Ochoa, who are still there along uh, uh as well as um, uh, uh, Jason A. Stryker. Um, By listening to the uh, podcast where they all left, it sounds like they are going to... uh, They're not really going on a hiatus. They'll still be producing their bombcast, but they are going to try and figure out the future of the show. Yeah, and I I just listened to that... uh, Just listened to that recent one, too. They're they're just still doing their thing. So it's And it's cool to have... um, my favorite guy on there. I'm blanking on his name right now. Give it to me, Jake. Give oh, it to me, Jake. Uh, yeah, that's me. right. Um, give it to me. Thank, give thank it you to for me, reminding Dave. me. Um, me. I, I feel 
Jeff. Jeff. Uh, oh, God. This, I'm sorry. Bacalar. Jeff Bacalar. Jeff Bacalar will be also taking a more prominent back, role back within Mr. Giant Bacalar. as well. It, yeah. He, he's my favorite. And, and for everyone that has no idea what we're talking about, this is Jake and I's like, this is the one of the first podcasts I got into where I was like, this is podcasts are dope. And it was the giant bomb guys that just, they, they are the ga- the gaming podcast, at least maybe to me, maybe to a lot of people too. And uh, they, they did two podcasts, which was nuts. I don't know how they, they pulled that off in the East and the West coast. And um yeah, this was a this was a shaker. I mean, they lost like two people, the, their young squad that was going to take over. Uh, I want to say last year, uh, Ben Pack, my man, like I was so funny, um, and uh, that that was that was tough. And then you know you lose these big three big hitters, and uh, you're like, well, what's uh, what's going on with podcasts nowadays? Podcasts are just dropping left and right like flies, man. Yeah. There's a void, and we're going <laughs> to fill it, and we're going to take it. Oh, yeah. Cast fans, Uh-oh. come well, to well, us. One of the reasons this is like come kind of a big us. deal is because um, these are like three very prominent gaming journalists. Uh, e- yeah, I and I respect, um, I respect it. So with them like kind of leaving the industry, I... Uh, and also giant bomb definitely has a uh audience that um supports it johnny and i are both wearing uh vinnie vania shirts uh and bought some products from them once we heard that uh <gasps> these three people were leaving but uh yeah one, one reason i i definitely do want to call it out is because um uh th- this podcast uh has definitely borrowed from giant bomb in how we format uh our podcast where we talk about the um uh where we talk uh talk about the games we're playing and then moving on to like the news uh and you you definitely shaped it you shaped it. i've never listened to bombcast in my life oh yeah no those pretty, guys are all pretty, extremely entertaining like, like they're really funny sometimes like like Jeff Gersman is basically the Google of video games. Like he'll tell you literally every yeah, that, single game that ever existed. On yeah, that guy has played like, absolutely incredible. fucking everything. He's good. Like any time, and he's funny shit. He's like, <laughs> but he, he's definitely a little. Uh, he he's a hater though. Like he he hates on all the fun games. Maybe it's just because he's heard of them too many times. Like he can't stand Final Fantasy, which like I, I get it. If you're in the gaming industry and you just don't like it, you're yeah. like, let me just have this slap my face every single year. Um, but they're they're cool guys, and th- those those three that that left are like super OG. But um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you guys, I wasn't really listening to too much of the the Beast Cast and the Bombcast recently. Maybe it's just because like games weren't really popping like that. But um, yeah, it's it's a weird space to be in with gaming podcasts. Like, how do you how do you keep it fresh? How do you how do you bring the people in? Because th- their whole thing was like, we, we have a podcast of like you know personalities that you're really gonna like and uh, like people are just like give me the the you know iv drip of like 10 second tiktoks or 10 second shots of games and like quick hits and like you know people you can watch (laughs) streaming so how much do you need like a consistent podcast just kidding you need us guys take me take Take let us fill the void Give us your listeners. I'm kidding. I'll give respect. They sound like they've, they're trailblazers according to y'all. So, uh, so I probably still won't so listen they to them, but didn't I'm... provide a reason, but it's I, I would say that it's 
pretty clear that um just so basically uh giant bomb was owned by uh c uh cbs uh interactive um or is it nbc uh then they got sold to someone else who who they say is like gonna give uh what did Vinny say he said th- th- this company's gonna give giant bomb like the love and attention yeah they need. so yeah so the, yeah so they're um, owned by a but, they're uh, owned by a cbs streaming uh, um and then they were sold to red ventures um but at some point during that acquisition um I would wager that uh, these people were given the option to leave and they uh, chose that um, they, 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 they chose that option. I would, we don't know what they're like given or anything, but so yeah. Johnny hot take. I, I, I know why. Okay. So, so two things, maybe, maybe one is, you know, games as a as a job kind of tough and you can't even enjoy the games that you really want to play and love you have to um work you know know, rush through games and then get to the next game get to the next game and they're probably spending a ton of their own time to finish games and do their actual job and they're not getting compensated for what they're doing especially when you're, you're trying to be a family man it's like well hey let me put the kids to sleep so i can play this game for three hours afterwards and then get no sleep that night and then I, spend I all my kids. waking hours playing these games just so I can review them, talk about them, keep on top of things. It, it seems super stressful for not a lot of pay, I would say. Because you got to think of how much advertising money they get versus how many people they have mm. on staff and payroll. Probably not. It's uh, probably not looking good. Truly, it's probably like a labor of love, just like with a lot of things in gaming. I yeah. Think. And if you don't, if you don't love yeah. it that yeah. much, where the love is not being weighed by like the pay, then it probably I hope they got a. I hope they got a parachute at least or something. Um, but uh... it sounds like they. Did. I mean, I. I, know, I, 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 I think if they, they did, they they would probably not talk about it. Regardless, as someone who has been a part of like company acquisitions, um, generally. Flex. Flex. Uh, nah, but like as someone Flex who's part like company acquisitions, I find it hard to believe that they weren't given something for choosing to stay and assist during that transition to make to put giant bomb in a place where red ventures could meaningfully uh do whatever red ventures wants to do with it or position it in such a way that um the uh yeah like like you like you you don't want to come in and acquire a company and then just be like okay all of you need to get the fuck out you need to then position the company that has just been acquired to pivot into whatever it's going to now pivot into under new ownership. Hey, 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 speaking of that though, like, okay, talk about the right way to end a podcast and the wrong way to end a podcast. There's been many mm, positive this, died this week. Mm, and this is, a, oh, I'm, beef, can I, can, beef, can the beef, boy bring beef. it up real quick? <laughs> beef, this is not beef, but uh, do your thing, it's all video games. Not on video games. I mean, but it's also pods too. Meta. You gotta you gotta bring another pods to it. But my, my favorite uh hip hop pod, the Joe Bun podcast, uh had a steam huge falling out. Huge falling out. Talk about like they they just scorched earth the entire thing. And uh two guys got fired from it, and then the, they were all friends, and now it's just a piece of shit now. And that, that's how you don't, you know, set up your podcast for success afterward. But you know. yeah, Button went on a whole tirade yeah, on, so, went off on so what happened with one of the dudes. 
So suffice to say, Giant Bomb will survive, but some other podcasts, it's like you you gotta yeah have yeah you some, gotta uh, have some ground rules, which is why we don't talk politics on on the podcast. Real quick, was Budden being like a dickhead, or what happened? He was being a psychopath. He's a little bit of a psychopath. I've been a Budden fan for over ten years, and he's he destroys everything. So Budden hears this, is this going to be the Budden beef, just like the beef? I hope, dude. I'm down. I'm, I'm down with the beef because, like, you know, the two, um, you know, podcast uh, guys he, he took out or his, his uh, co-hosts, co-owners, perhaps. Who knows? Actually, maybe not even co-owners. Co-hosts. Yeah, That's the word. Yeah. those are the words I'm looking for. Yeah, they um, they were dope, and it's not gonna. He's, he's got nothing after. Hey, that, it, but yeah, he he um, he ruins it all, which is unfortunate. Hey, it was no. a really good podcast. That was my top podcast for a while. Now we're wait, 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 with, now we're out, wait, with our podcast with our podcast. There's a boy punch up. We never punch down. Yeah. Yeah, we never punch down. Never. Well, Joe Budden Podcast yeah. was a punch up for a time. No, you know who we punch up now? We punch up to Bobby Lee. Him and uh, <laughs> Santino. That's a new hot podcast. If you guys wanted to know, Bobby Lee's out hey, here in these streets. You know why you punch up, though? Is because they have to punch down. It makes them look stupid if they come after us. <laughs> heard, heard it here first. <laughs> we are punched said, up. Joe Rogan, Bobby Lee, Joe Budden. Well, yeah, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming for you. Uppercut. <laughs> I. We ride in Rory and Mall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like with our podcast, the going going back to the whole labor love thing. Um, yeah, I, I feel like once you're in professional games journalism, like that, that is really hard because. Yeah, one you you're playing games probably outside of work all the time because that's what you like to do. You're playing games while at work, but while you're playing games while at work, you then need to write about games. It just seems like you're you're in this cycle. Like, uh, you know, it's not really mandated with our podcast by any means, but uh, ever since we did like episode zero of this podcast, um, I think we've always either consciously or subconsciously uh, have approached gaming from the uh, perspective of where we are at in our lives. Like, uh, you know, Johnny's married. You both are in like very serious relationships. We uh, I'm a single guy, but we all have day jobs. Like, so we all need to account for our experience with gaming when we score it and when we talk about it, like, Hey, how, how worth it is this for the average, you know, person who's able to play Mm -hmm. video games? Um, Even in all of our Mm -hmm. scoring right now, like, yeah, I I would say, and and maybe we should be a little more emphatic, like emphatic about it when we do talk about games, but yeah, I would say, Hey, if you're into resident evil eight, uh, and you're you're into that genre and you're looking for another good one of those that like this is worth it like you you want to you want you want to play that like you will want to play that if if you are a fan of this type of genre and you're looking for the next thing in that this is a good one of those um and likewise with pokemon snap uh hey you don't need to play this game you're not missing out on a lot but if you're really adamant on seeing something like this and you've wanted something like this then yeah this might be up your alley but i think we've always tried to be like a little cognizant of uh whether or not like the average gamer needs to fucking see this game and um yeah 
It's a no. If you want uh, to know for for like for like what specifically <laughs> the Pokemon. Oh, just, dude! For me, it's like ninety five percent. I think I'm a hater, but ninety five percent of the things I see and play are a no for me, dog. Johnny, Johnny hates too much. Well, it's because nothing, dude. It's I, I think you get to a certain age, and I think it's like everything. Like your parents are like, I don't listen to any of the new music because like you've gotten everything you've ever loved in your life already, and you're like nothing compares to like you've seen the masterpieces, and until another masterpiece comes out, you're like, why am I wasting my time? There's not enough time in the world for me to do these things. Honestly, like I, in a way, I see it. I see your view. Cause I, I think of Mass Effect. Like I went through that, I did it, I played it. I don't know if I want to see it again. Like I feel like there hasn't been a game that's really you know surprised me or given me that nostalgia nostalgic feel i guess i feel you but i feel like i, I feel like them. you guys are on Once like this is great though because i feel like you guys are always on like on one end of the, like casey's more on the spectrum with johnny i feel like a lot of the time and then me and jake are kind of like over, on spectrum. over. <laughs> what did you say over like johnny and i are usually we're like oh yeah we're gonna what? we're gonna try this out we'll, we'll do it and we'll at least give it a give everything a chance but i think that's what makes this great is like our give and take and then like like johnny and or like like Casey and uh, Jake has said, like it, it's you know we're we're doing this for those people who just are like us, you know, we're just the lame that. Yeah, and if you no, want, you're, no, you're harder core <laughs> things. Like like for the especially the next the next news stories. I'm like, okay, let me see. Don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care. How much should we talk about these things? You're gonna care about <laughs> one of those news stories, Johnny. Wait for it. Um. Yes. Valheim. Hey, we'll, Steam. We'll, we'll, on we'll, we'll get there in a second. But oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah. Okay. I, at the at the at the end of the day. Um. Yeah. It's it's not. It, you 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 could speculate a lot of reasons as as to why they left. The point the point is is um you know I I don't think that they've left this community per se like I, i'm sure you know they will move on to other work it may not may or may not be gaming but i doubt this is the last time we're ever going to see them in like a game's capacity like uh on the final beast cast they had dan reichard on uh, and he uh you know has uh um a podcast um which i believe uh, is called fire escape um uh gaming or i want i want to say it's called fire escape uh which i'm sure you'll probably end up seeing them on but hey they'll be missed uh you know we stand on the shoulders of giants and uh this podcast was largely uh in inspired by them yeah. uh, in this case uh, uh, stand on the shoulders of giants the other thought that i have is that the giants are just Flat supine on the ground, and we have like a foot on top of them, and we're like, ah! <laughs> we haven't defeated them at all. I guess it's it's a game of attrition. It's just who who can survive the longest. Um, Joe Rogan can. Oh. But you know, shout out shout out to the Giant Bomb guys. Those guys are super dope, and hopefully, you know, maybe like Dan Reichert, another uh, OG from the Giant Bomb universe. Yeah, um, they'll just be back and they'll do their own podcast separately they make a ton of money based off that and they don't have to be under a giant umbrella that forces them to do what they the, the umbrella wants we could do whatever they want like us we could do whatever we want as long no. as it's within jake's purview no, wait, if, if we want to do that we could have a we, we, yeah, we, we could have a separate podcast <laughs> that's, that's um, right, <laughs> uh, we, we, we could take we could take that offline uh, but anyway uh our next news story uh gabe newell uh, head of steam uh hints that games may be coming to consoles uh, this was reported by Joe uh, 
Grebels at IGN. Um, so uh, in a talk at uh, 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 Sancta uh, Maria College in Auckland, New Zealand this week, uh, Newell was asked by a student if Steam would be uh, porting games to consoles, to which uh, he replied, um, you will have a better idea of that by the end of this year. That's a bunch of bull. It's not happening. Dude, that's one of those, like, let's put this, like, fancy thing in the air. It's, this, come on. Let's get out. I'm not going to put anything. Put, put I put nothing on this. I will not put anything. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to put anything against Phil Spencer and what he's been trying to do with the integration of Xbox and PC combining the two. I was just playing a mad match. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just whooped up on it. I just beat this guy's oh, ass and quit. quit. What are you, mall? <laughs> quit mid game. Um, That's light work. That's light work. Steam. <laughs> Steam. Val- Valheim, Tony. <laughs> Steam and Valheim and other games that we can have early access to. Like, that would be dope to me. I- I'm all for the early access. I mean, I mean, what, what is it? What is an Xbox, anyways? It's just a. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, another yeah, computer if, that can port other things yeah, to your face. Exactly. Well, why not? Why? Why aren't all these things become, all, all playable? Yeah. Because we've had these these lines in the sand, and now like we got guys <laughs> like Phil Spencer trying to, you know. Well, well, think about. Uh, I I think it's uh, it's going to come to a, like it's like a big reshaking of the gaming industry. Like you guys hear about the um. I mean, this is a separate news story, but like the whole. Uh, it's the future. Uh, the four the, what was it uh no no, no. epic and the, the trial oh, all the shit's them, coming like, out they're, they're, like they're all the shit's coming out like no one is making like where are the console guys going to make any money because they're not making money on consoles they're making money being like well we're the place where we're gonna cut of how many like digital sales get made on here so like where is xbox and playstation gonna make money in the future except for like playstation just being this like jerk who uh well there was a breakdown we sent like we're like these consoles don't make yeah, money, it, like you know. No, they yeah, it's, it's, even. it's it's those software long run. Like, that's the long where run. The money but, is that, that's where the big money is in gaming. I mean, it's that I mean, long, that's why Microsoft run. acquired all those studios too, because they want to yeah. be speaking, part of the. Speaking of acquiring, though, isn't it crazy? Still, I just gotta say this because I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was crazy. Like just seeing the PlayStation logo thing play Dude, on the that, Xbox that, really, that was like, like super fucking weird. yeah yeah I, it's also really weird yeah, how MLB cool. the show I, I would love to cool. know like what backroom talks like took place to get that to happen but it's weird it's on Game Pass right yeah yeah, yeah. that's weird and but apparently MLB wanted like they told Sony like you gotta this we're gonna make more money if it's on both consoles. Yeah, you need to do it. Dude, devs are gonna start like flexing out there. They're gonna flex on these hoes because like Fortnite and Epic is just flexing on these hoes, and they got more money. Like, there's than some games I can't now. see because so, I can't see on the X. Because it, no, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, because it doesn't have the God of War or whatever, you know. But we won't see yeah, Halo. But like, there's some games I'm just like, I, I could, I could see that. I could see that on it. Like, what was it? Uh, isn't like Final Fantasy rumored to be on? Xbox? So not, not necessarily, but like the messaging or uh, behind Final Fantasy safe, remake was always uh, play it on PlayStation first. PlayStation. So that always mm-hmm. kind of implied like, hey, it's going to come somewhere else. But the the common thought um, is that it's going to be on PC at some point. We will see. I mean, Xbox and PC. That's just blurring more and more so 10 years down the road console yeah xbox exist. sony or microsoft's kind of like they're looking at that 10 years down the road right and like thinking what's what's next 
Um, What's next is, hey, if you're going to acquire all these studios, maybe punch out a good <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, we're, we're still at the beginning, though, right? Like, we, we were just talking about gaming cycles in, like, five years, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're right at the precipice. Like, no, dude, yeah, be I, I still years, think it's so. fucking mind-blowing, like, that they've acquired, God, like, 10, fucking 12, 15. I, I, don't, I don't fucking know how many studios. It's like you guys haven't put out one like fucking almost all, all, 9.59 first party game yet like where is that roi where is your return on investment when it comes to these fucking studios did it just start like giving we're, the we're, headline? we're right at the we're right at the beginning though so like not i don't give a fuck a like this is this well, i i don't care either and i want right. games I either I don't, I don't like it, but that's yeah. I mean, just they, they that's need to it. Treat this, it's to the nature of it. Uh, so I was in a fraternity in college. They need to treat this like that. All these fuckers are pledges, and you're fucking done if you can't bring something to the table. You're fucking cut. Let's go. Deadline. Let's go. Yeah. These, these <laughs> these white white gangs? Gangs? <laughs> but white I spent gangs? a lot of time amongst oh, whites, Casey. That's why I know how they think. <laughs> uh, I'll no, put money on the Japanese gangs. We're on the we're in the beginning, man. I'm I'm thinking yeah, the next couple years. No, maybe we get something at E3. Like, like next, even even if they're combo. making announcements too early at this E3, push it. Um, last E3 and also the whole dick measuring contest of like, hey, we're not gonna fucking tell you our release date until you tell us yours. Uh-huh. Like, well, we didn't even yeah, we didn't even, I, I, we didn't right, even have yeah, an E3 I, last year. But like, but like, it was just that summer you know, awaiting. Consoles are out. We have them. We're playing them. They they function and they're cool and they're next gen. But like, even if you're announcing the game too early, please just for the love of God, put up or fucking like shut up. Like, give us teasers. Give us whatever. Tell us why we bought these consoles. PlayStation has kind of done that. Mm-hmm. They've told us, "Hey, we're getting a new God of War 2022." Yeah, things coming out. Like, like we PlayStation has a couple things. Xbox, show us what your studios are fucking doing. Nothing. Show us a better Halo. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do like, think no. we got to take to, take into account though just the whole year of COVID and shit. Like maybe slowing some some shit down and you nah, know. No, but you, even prior to COVID, like games have just been kind of like. Maybe maybe it's me being a pessimist again, but they're kind of duds. Like Marvel's Avengers, Cyberpunk. Like I, I've just been seeing more duds than anything. And maybe that's how it always has been. And and, and like I said, maybe I can only you know, play the best no, now. Um, I, I saw but, something yes, the other day uh, that was like it. It like showed like what like 2012 and like all the games that came out. And they were like it was like Mass Effect three, like all these cool games, like things kind of finishing out. And like Modern Warfare three came out that year and stuff like that. And they were just like. 2012 was a move and i was like damn is that really my pinnacle like 2012 like is that really like the height of where i'm gonna ever be at again i don't want to believe that but part of me kind of does sometimes like i don't know like don't get me wrong there's games out there that i still i still love that came out afterwards but i i, I feel like i don't know maybe it's because i was just a kid or like you know i'm a young adult it could be that or i i think maybe the consumer is just an idiot now and, and like they sink so much money into like like so much money into games that like I guess we're never gonna play ever again. Like the Fortnite kids, dude. There's so much money in Fortnite that we're never gonna touch. That then they're taking the entire market space because they just have they got everyone just wants to like, like kids just want to play the same game, which is not technically the same game. They're doing a really good job of like keeping it fresh and, and new and inviting. But like 
why would you why would a developer want to move to like let me make a first party new I, I, like a I new game and a it. new the ip that's gonna make no money and like why why no why money. yeah why would epic want to do that like make that money there and like take yeah, their time on the I other projects i get that i just i don't know i always feel like and this is just the old dude in me probably and the old gamer in me but there's always going to be a place at least for me to sit down and actually enjoy a lean-in story without anybody else fucking talking to me, you know? And I think, yeah. I think I don't know, I don't want to say that the, uh, that the newer generation doesn't like that, because I'm sure the kids are fine. The kids are all right. They're going to be fine. But I, I just think maybe just me as an older dude just feels well. I, I, th- I think when it comes to like, like also co- like culture has changed. Like, like from, uh, and when I say culture, I mean like, well, I, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to forget this conversation of, uh, when I was at, when the like, I was at work and like our director came in and, uh, like she brought in her kids and they, they were helping out with like some admin work around like our workstation and stuff. And, um, and, uh, I had the opportunity to like talk to them and, uh, her, like, uh, her, her kids were teenagers, but like, um, you know, like I found, like I found out a lot about teenagers that day. I found out like teenagers are getting apparently a lot of their fucking news from Snapchat. Uh, but, but like, <laughs> no, the craziest thing to me is that, like, I guess in high school and stuff, the biggest thing is like clout now and building followers. And I, when it comes to shit like Fortnite and like streamable games, like it sounds like there's just their whole life is built around like literally fucking grinding. Like, Hey, I need to get followers. I need people following me on Twitch. I need people on my Twitter and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, that's unimaginable. I can't, I, I can't, I, I just can't, can't think about it. And I guess, yeah, you don't have time to play a lean in like story driven game and really absorb it. If like you, the whole culture that like you're a part of and like leaning into is built around getting fucking followers, like and being as inter- as entertaining as a personality as you can be, and like uh, fucking exporting your personality to bring in more followers, like I, I can understand why kids just aren't as into that. But yeah, I agree with you, Marcus. Like, hey, I'm always down for a story driven game if the story's good enough. Yeah, I, I think. Or, or maybe just like a multiplayer game that's unique. Um, I mean, like Fortnite's super unique, but I mean, at this point, that that thing is crashed and burned, and it's hard to watch, dude. Have you seen these kids play? And a lot, I'm like tripping out, like watching <laughs> these kids build and like fidget around at like you know lowest or the highest sensitivity possible. I'm like, this is not even entertaining to watch. But I mean, it's not even just kids though playing. Like I know like parents that play with their kids. Fortnite's just it's reached a top of i, I think culture, i, I think and that's i think we've, we've spoken at length so I'll, I'll keep this short but i think like what jake's hitting to too is like that whole kind of like metaverse like but again i'm gonna sound like the old dude but i don't know i mean maybe just our is our whole life always gonna be online or i think some of these kids be i don't think so but i think yeah. some of these kids like like they talk about like and i guess it's a good thing they talk about um like kids le- experiencing less with like drugs and alcohol you know all that fun shit that we did you know um you know wild wild crazy nights and stuff like that but i guess that's a good thing but i don't like how are you supposed to actually grow up and maybe the real world is different now than when i was a kid but i i would venture to say that most of it isn't still and i, I don't know if i have a lot to add to I, this, I, you um, know i i don't I, I don't know i mean 
where are you experiencing with what's actually happening out there? Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'll just, I'm not going to put it out there, but just talking from my yeah, experience, from my yeah. career, like I tell, I think the students are more mature than really they've ever been like, yeah, by far and wide. I didn't have a phone in high school. I wasn't disconnected to the news in high school. I didn't get to talk about current events in my classes. Um, we were kind of sheltered off. Now every kid has a phone. Every kid's connected. Every kid can has you know the power to find any kind of knowledge or any kind of information online, and they've seen a lot of shit. And uh, but that's good to hear. Phone. But like I think like when with things like, do they have interests like? like I did where I was like, you know, I want to get out of this town and actually see the world. Not, not virtually. I want to actually fucking touch the building. I'm sorry. Say that do, again. They, do, they have, do they have that, like that need to get out there and actually experience a real adventure? Oh, hell yeah. Like I, when I speaking from my experience, I taught a high level class one year. I don't care. You don't have to edit that out. Uh, Couple kids were going to college out of out of the country. I had a kid get a full ride scholarship to a school in Russia. Like Dude, it's happening. A, I got kids that got kids that <laughs> learn how to hack. I got kids at a regular level still going to like you know UCs. Like it's not like as so, bad as we. So think. all of them aren't trying to become streamers, is what I'm saying. But no, no not at well, all. Well, here's, here's the thing. Like you get a we get a lot of our news from online, so that we're gonna assume, and it's all these kids that are online anyways. So like, but the second you start seeing kids but, in person, like they they don't really live like that all the time. And I don't think I don't think it's like oh chasing clout. Like it's just this is the norm. This is social media. Like, but but like, 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 like my, my, my question is though, like Mark Marcus just asked, are all of them trying to become streamers? Let 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 let's let's okay. You say no, um, but are no. all of them streaming? Okay. No, that's good to hear. That is good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I, 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 I think guess yeah, I think yeah, it right. probably is just like a what, what is that called? Like an availability bias because like the kids, I guess you see who are doing this are the ones who are like outwardly mm -hmm. like trying to fucking do it. So mm -hmm. of course those are going to be the people who enter like your view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good to hear that. Yeah, I could I could add a lot more to that too. Like if y'all want the opinion, but I'm saying kids, it's fun game. I'm not, not condoning anything, but I. It's cool I experimented with a lot of things. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time, and I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything about that. But <laughs> this kids still got a lot to learn. And uh, don't don't blow your load too early, and don't get angry all the time. It's so yeah, it's a short telling, life. You're yeah. telling people that who can't control their hormones can't can't spell hormones without yeah without no, horror. weird I don't. <laughs> oh man okay so yeah you heard it heard it here first game noodles so <laughs> steam games might be coming to consoles that that'll be cool if it happens but uh yeah uh ea plays announced for uh, july 22nd 2021 just put that on your calendars for anyone who's interested uh anyone who's a uh, I'm assuming <laughs> Madden, yuck. I'm assuming anyone who's like waiting Fuck, for that fucking again. sweet battlefield drip, you'll probably hear it there, uh, or not. I, I like. I imagine yeah. the way this uh, plays I, I out is like they'll probably put like a teaser or something like a five minute trailer at E3, and then say like, "Hey, come tune in at EA Play for like the extended cut of this shit." 
Yeah, no, they're gonna give us a cinematic trailer at E3, and then EA playing like game. You think we're gonna get a uh, Fallen Order too? Yeah, I, I bet we'll get a t- teaser at least. Yes, but I don't know when. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I. I... Yeah. Ty, I, I would be. Uh, yes. oh, dude, I'd be fucking win. pissed. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Xbox is uh, partnering with uh, Adidas for shoes, um, whereas PlayStation partnered with Nike. So you know uh, what they the Xbox like. shoes. Oh, I get. I, 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 but but let's no. talk about these PlayStation. No, these PlayStation no, no. shoes actually look fresh ugly as death, though. Now that, that yeah, looks, yeah. now that looks clean. I need to see. I need to see more. Oh, you know what? Are those are, are those like freeze? I'll wear those actually because I wear freeze all the time. Yeah, there's 18, really there's 18 images on this IGN like article. Like a lot of them are the fucking same angle. They look kind of like freeze. Okay, they look they look like I, I, I like oh, the okay, yeah, of them. Yeah. They have the fucking like X like X triangle circle buttons and the molding of the shoes. I like how it says PG. That's that's pretty cool. I'd wear I, I'd wear the PlayStation ones for sure. I don't know. I thought this was just like a funny thing to pull up because it's just like it's a um, really dumb partnership. There's some dope ass. Man, dude, there's I'd some cooler PlayStation shoes on that for Nike with PG. Look them up right now. Look up the PG Nikes. Uh, PlayStation because those are a lot cooler. I tried to get my hands on them. I think. I think it's top left. I can't. My screen went black. Wait, sorry. Okay, they're 120 bucks. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay, sorry. What, what do you want to Google here? Not super bad. This is PG PlayStation. Uh, Paul George PlayStation shoes. Like, there's some other... Like, this is not... Oh, yeah, I see oh, so right done. Go back. Go back. Go back. The bot... Down, 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 right there on the left, all the way to the left. Those gray ones? The those old, shoes. Like, right there. Controller. Yeah, those gray ones. Those are the first ones I... Oh, no, they're retro. Yeah, those are kind of yeah. tight. Yeah, these are the ones that I've seen before that I wanted. That's fire. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, well... Can you, like, collect these and then sell them? I'm not a sneakerhead, so I don't know. I got a friend that does it. Shouts to him for getting me my PS5. <laughs> he acquires other things as well. <laughs> he does. He does. What do you want to buy? What, what are you buying? <laughs> I hit him up. I hit him up anytime there's like a drop or something. I'm like, hey, what do you buy? You know, if you got this, just something a friend of mine used to say. <laughs> and he'll he'll sell it to me for retail. Uh, I mean, these are all. I, I'm not seeing oh, the one. I'm not seeing the one that we want on here. But whatever. Okay, well, I'm They're not going to spend 465 on these fucking shoes. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Those retro shoes yeah, are tight, though. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, this is how E3 will uh, work this year. Um, so, this is reported by Emma Kent from uh, Eurogamer. Uh, E3 is going to take place from uh, June 12th to June 15th, and E3 will be made available to the public through an E3 app and other streaming sites. Uh, specifically speaking uh, towards the app, uh, the app will act as a key hub for the duration of the show. It will feature hosted events, virtual booths, online forums, video conferencing, and even profile and avatar creation. The exhibitor booths will have special events along with VOD content and articles and will act as hubs within the portal for key announcements and game information that tied to each exhibitor. 
The app will also have lounges described as gathering spots uh, for all E3 attendees, along with leaderboards. The leaderboards are apparently gamified show elements that can be collected and displayed, encouraging fans to interact in as many ways as possible. Interesting. I'm going to sound like a hater here, but just give me some good videos. Like, just give me a videos, good video conference. We saw yeah, dude. do it last summer. Hey, if this shit's available on that. fucking give YouTube easy, and Twitch, like, that's all I need to know. Like, I don't need to download, like, this fucking app. Yeah. Um, Unless the app is, like, giving me something it's special. Like, do it in the back of all my shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. I- I'm surprised they, uh, they didn't want to wait and do it live, but I... I just wait for the YouTube videos and recaps. You don't want to live? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to download it. Like, I, I have so many an fucking app apps on my phone. I don't even use any like anymore. Like, yeah. This just it feels like it feels like E3s still like you know they they don't they're stuck in the past. They don't know how to you know revamp. Like this is would have been cool. I have this Zillow ago. app for this home I'm never gonna fucking buy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Get a hard on. Just look. I, I can get that if I save up ten percent. I could do that. Keep, keep putting all my fucking money into Ethereum. I got some weird ass apps. Watch that shit grow. Um, bro, that's that's gonna. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah. Grow, yeah. Sounds like a reasonable nest egg for sure. Um, okay. Uh, but it do. Um, after some uh, scuttlebutt back and forth, I want to kind of put this rumor to bed. Uh, the new Battlefield will be on uh, next generation consoles and also old generation consoles. Ooh. Cut the cord. Yeah, that's kind of... Just rip yeah, it off the band-aid. Um, I'm curious, though, if it'll be cross-play. I don't, does it say it's going to be cross-play between, like, me on a... God, I mean, I, 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 if they're doing this, I would think that it's going to be. Um, I want to assume, but I hope not. Like, you know, Madden's got the next-gen version. I can't play with the OGs. Dude, I just... OGs. I, I don't... I, this is the part I, I don't like about it being new. This is going to be the future, though. Every time we have a next gen, we're just going to be stuck for a couple years, like that yeah. bottleneck of, you know, they have to Part create of me is a new like, console pours. I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say developers just fucking do it. Well. Yeah, you, you know, with like it- stuff like crossplay, because the original thought behind like why wouldn't they do something like this is because you know the install base for like, like the install base for these games. Uh, um, and when I say these types of games, I mean like really massive like multiplayer battles and shit. Um, you know, you need a really large install base for that, but with crossplay that that does exist so yeah the the other reason for this is money uh and you know can't blame games for wanting more of that uh so yeah yeah you know the install base for next generation consoles it's probably just not large enough for them to justify only putting on the ne- next game but that kind of sucks because you know that impacts and this uh shit in battlefield like hey will buildings be totally fucking destructible because uh i don't mm-hmm. think i i don't think what they're going for in the old generation Just rebo- yeah last gen bottleneck 
Um, and I think this maybe puts the other rumor to rest that it's going to come out on Game Pass. Mm. I mean, eventually, because it's on yeah, Game Pass yeah. has a, really. their streaming service, but not anything. If that were the case, it would have Mass Effect for free. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess since Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition is not on Game Pass, you cannot... Uh, um, yeah, you got a discount. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can't you can't discount the the possibility that it's not going to be on Game Pass, um, or I mean that that it that it will um, be on Game Pass, right? Oh no, anyway, yeah, you can't assume that it will be uh, is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, and then uh, our last new story: uh, Sony claims that it's going to have problems meeting PS5 demand going into 2022. Uh, basically, um, for this fiscal year, Sony sold 7.8 uh, million PS5 consoles uh, during uh, its last fiscal year up to March 31st, um, 2021. Uh, it wants to sell at least 14.8 million uh, during its current fiscal year uh, in order to keep pace with the PlayStation 4. But to put this all in perspective, uh, the PS4 sold a total of 100 million units during its lifetime. Uh, the the le- the life cycle of the last consoles was about i don't know like 8 to 10 years right so they basically have to sell 10 million consoles per year to keep up with that uh, uh on about people really want this console i think they'll do it uh i hope or predict or think the consoles we have now this current gen this new gen we got like i think this is like a 10 year so we'll be they'll be here for a while so maybe they'll break that yeah um i mean yeah we'll see like covid obviously like kind of took its toll at the beginning and they had to like refigure out their like supply lines and how to accurately do this but hey they sold 7.8 million consoles like uh once things get like really back to normal who knows maybe they could really start churning those motherfuckers out like uh nintendo also had another story um that i didn't pull but like they literally cannot keep up with like switch supply demands um but it seemed to be for a different reason it looks like uh nintendo has um a supply chain problem with uh uh, semiconductors that is kind of preventing that whereas like it sounds like sony it's just like hey the customer base really fucking wants them and sony's putting them out as fast as they can but they're uh they're just not really able to keep up with that that kind of demand um but yeah you know this isn't like too surprising like it's very clear sony has a very strong lead in this console uh generation and going back to xbox's whole thing that where they've purchased so many fucking studios and haven't shown anything for it um yeah it doesn't surprise me that sony has this commanding lead Mm -hmm. but yeah hopefully I'll be optimistic. I'll be Giant's a pessimist. Giant has also been gone for the past. Yeah, I think his wife definitely fucking did the murder. That is all we have today, but I mean, you shouldn't say that. Like, that's all there fucking was. It was still like a long ass fucking podcast. <sighs> that was too long. Well, 
hey, man, Benjamin is not talking about what we've been playing, out. but it's all good. Like, uh, we'll probably we'll need to settle in for long ass podcasts like this. Uh, probably not, you know, next podcast, but podcasts after the next podcast where we have a bunch of E three shit that we potentially may need to talk about. But you probably have rest. <sighs> No, he did you listen to, to Johnny's pod? I, but every time he sends it to me, I can't fucking find it. We'll get that posted as soon as we can. It sounds like an in-depth uh, discussion of the Mortal uh, Kombat uh, film, which uh, hot takes on it right now. I would say it's good. Johnny wanted it. Yeah, he's been using my HBO Max yeah. to watch that. Uh, but that will do it for the playcast. Uh, you could reach out to us on Twitter at Playaround Games, or you could uh, email us directly at pagamesofficial at gmail.com. Feel free to email questions or content you would like to see because uh, we will we'll fucking go anywhere, I guess, except politics. We'll go anywhere where there, there's game, where there's games to be talked about or <laughs> shit to be talked about. I'll fuck you now. We're figuring it out. Um, yep. Peace. Okay, that's all do it for us. Later. Peace.